The following podcast is sponsored by the Women in Comedy Festival. Check us out at WICF.com. Hey, listeners, uh, here to introduce themselves and talk about where we are, my guest. Hi, I'm Caitlin Palufo, and we are at Full Circle Bar in Williamsburg, and it's a skee-ball bar. What? When did you first come to Full Circle? I came to Full Circle, like, uh, I'd say like three years ago, maybe four. When I went to art school, one of my friends that I met there, she was in a skee-ball league, and so we would come here and do trivia. It was like trivia roller night, um, and so you would roll to see how many points each trivia question you answered would be worth. That sounds a lot. It was a lot, but it was yeah. super fun because you got to play free skee-ball and then do trivia. It was like the perfect combo. Yeah. Yeah. And the only time they ever won the whole thing was when I wasn't there. It was a little devastating. Oh. <laughs> Didn't feel good. Didn't feel good. But Do you often give wrong answers? Oh, yeah. What? Very confidently. Uh-huh. I give a confident wrong answer often. That's my specialty. Confident wrong answers. Yeah, fake it till you make it. Nice. And that's a loser mentality. <laughs> yeah, that's... You, you, it's not necessary if you are making it. No. Yeah. Nope. Definitely bad. <laughs> Spat at it. But that's okay. But you are making it, uh, not as a professional ski baller, but do you want to tell the listeners uh, a little bit about what you do here in New York? Oh, sure. I'm a stand-up comedian. Oh, stand-up. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm also a bartender. Hell yeah. And an art handler. Wait, tell, what? I didn't know you were an art handler. Tell what? Explain. Art handler. Uh, so I work for a gallery. I package and ship art. Painting, sculptures, stuff like that. Hang them on the walls, take them off the walls, store them, all that stuff. When the hell do you have time to do that? During the day. What? <laughs> uh, art handler by day. I didn't know that. Do you wear white gloves? Yeah. That's crazy. Do you, what, else, what, what else do you have to wear? Well, just comfortable pants, uh, casual t-shirt, sports bra helps a lot. Yeah. Comfy shoes because you're standing for eight hours. But yeah, there's a, I have to, <laughs> we used to have tool belts. It was very, but now we have like magnetic walls, so I don't need to carry around tools as much. Hell yeah, what, what museum? Oh yeah, I work for Agora Gallery. Oh shit, I don't know where that is, where is that? Chelsea. That seems hip. I mean, it's fine. It's a fine, it's fine. <laughs> How often are they hanging new stuff? Every three weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a different kind of gallery. Mm-hmm. It's like a pay to play. So like people pay for the space uh, to hang their work and then sell, hopefully sell. And they do sell a lot of art. That's great. That's good for them. Guys, go buy art there, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I just, I just get paid to hang it. Nice. That's it. That's all I do. Yeah, you're not going to make commission if you help yeah. these people. And fuck them. Don't buy art there. You weren't going to buy art anyway. <laughs> Who are you? I mean that in the most loving way. You're not buying original art if you're listening to this podcast. No, absolutely not. Oh, wait, there is one rich person who I know listens to this podcast. Oh, really? Who is it? I don't want to say. He, he doesn't live in this country, but he's told me that he listens, and I know. I know what he, I have an idea of how much he makes. He could afford some original art. Should I send him some gifts? Yes. <laughs> I think well, he would Jeff, love that. A JPEG? Yeah. <laughs> you want to buy this? Yeah, huh? this is art. <laughs> yeah. I, already, I sent it to you, but now you should send me money. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'll package it real nice for you, wherever you are out of the country. <laughs> I'll ship it real good. <laughs> you should it real good? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's going to be nice. All right. So wait, how often would you say you come to this skee-ball bar? Well, I haven't come as of recently because I had to stop coming to 
I had to quit the league because stand-up started picking up. Well, yeah, because you're very busy. I'm very, I'm very busy. I'm a busy lady. Uh, a highly sought-after stand-up comedian in New York City. You hear that, Mom? You hear it? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that much, but... I, 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 I think you should acknowledge this truth. Okay. Well, I'm working hard. <laughs> I'm working hard. So I can't ski hard. Fun, like you heard before. It's a fun pun. There are, yes, uh, there's so much I didn't know about skee-ball. I've literally learned everything I know about it in the last 10 minutes. Uh, so a to play skee-ball is to roll. Yes. What are some other things that people should know? Well, I mean, there's usually, uh, if you're going to be in a league, there's a team. It's of three and two alternates. Not a big team. Okay. No. So it's intimate. Everybody rolls 10 frames, and then you keep track of your score over the 10 frames, and the team that has the highest score wins the match. Mm. Is it like frames like bowling? Similar to bowling, yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's very fun. And there's different, like, prizes you can win by how many points you get. Like, when you roll, like, you, if you get all 40s. 40s are... So the the circles, like the outside circle is 10, and then 20, smaller, then 30, and then 40s. And then the one on top, the clit of it, I would oh, say, okay. is the 50. Mm-hmm. And then the two sides are the hundreds. Yeah. So the, the labia? <laughs> yes. Okay. They're flanked. Um, is the front taint? Is that what? No, I said flanked, but what? front taint is fun, too. No, no, I, thought, I thought that would, that's what, I thought franked was a, uh, was. Uh, flanked. Like flank. Oh, like flank! Ah. <laughs> I thought you said <laughs> franked, and I was like, "Okay, cool, I get that." No, it's a short. It's a, it's the front tape. Okay. No, no, yeah, no, that's terrifying. <laughs> I don't know what I'm a sorry. Front. I'm so sorry. I don't think any human being has a front taint. No, that's, that's something else. Yeah, that's called a stomach, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Anyway, so if you get all forties. That's called a full circle. Okay. Because it's it amounts to three hundred and sixty points. Ah. Which is a, the name of this ball? Yes. Okay. There we ACTV. go. Full circle. And then there's a bunch of different like uh, levels you can get. Full circle is like it's hard because getting all forties is very hard. Yeah. Um, between forties and fifties, I think is called a chip, and then an all fifties is called a oh my god, I actually forget, mm. but all fifties is I think the hardest. Why is not all 100s the hardest? Well, that's the hardest, but okay. it's like, um, that is, I actually think all, well, I mean. Has anyone done that? Do oh, people? Yeah. Oh, yeah, people do it all the time. Yeah. I started just shoot rolling 100s. What? Yeah, whenever I would have like a big audition or a big something, I would come and play ski ball. I did in L.A. I found like a, what? like a boardwalk. Mm-hmm. I went down to the boardwalk twice before the each round of competition. Yeah. I was doing some competition and I was, I just rolled. And it's it like me, how you feel better? Yeah, it makes me less anxious. And I just go for the hundreds, and I'm very good at getting hundreds. Damn. Yes. I, I know it's hard to describe a physical action on a podcast, but if you were to give someone some recommendations, things that they could do to change the way that they roll that would increase their likelihood of getting hundreds. Well, I mean, I'm no professional. I mean, when, when we go inside, you'll see some of the best rollers ever. They're very like in good. The world? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, very good rollers here. There's like hubs. Um, this is a hub. San Francisco has a hub. I think Austin, Texas has a hub. Chicago has a hub. And there's one more. And I think I, it's like somewhere like Memphis or something like that. 
It's uh, somewhere a little more random. Yeah, Memphis is not the Memphis next Memphis or Denver, which makes no sense. But one of the two. Seattle, I know, is a hub as well. But, yeah, yeah they have, like, nationals and stuff like that. I just When you said Denver and Memphis, I was like, both areas where white people are sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Seattle, add it yeah, to the list. Sad. <laughs> sad white people. Yeah, you need sad white people in order to get ski ball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's... It's super fun. Um, form is everything. You want to keep a consistent form. Follow through is great. You want to follow your middle finger to where. You, it's easiest to like follow your middle finger where you're intending to go. Ooh. Keep your swing consistent. Keep your leg space consistent. Reset every time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Damn. Who taught you all this? Well, just from coming here, I guess the last time I was really in a league was two years ago. Maybe a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I would come every Sunday night and Thursday night used to be all free ski ball night. And I would just come and uh, that's when all the really good guys would come and they would be practicing and they would show me everything. And they're very nice. That's awesome. Ski ballers are probably the most accepting group of people on the planet. <laughs> I like comparing that to either art people and or comedians. How would, uh, how would you describe comedians? Comedians are similar, although there's a little too, I would say they're more competitive than Ski ballers. Ski ballers are very supportive. Oh. No matter who wins, they're happy for you. Really? Yes. No. They, don't, they don't ask how you got that? No, they sure don't. They sure don't. Yeah, they're very supportive. And I would say the same goes for the art world. Really? Oh, too competitive. I was like, I have heard negative things about the art. The art world's way worse than comedians. Wow. Yeah, way worse. From what I've, I mean, living in both. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's so cool. It was... Uh, yeah, art was way too, very elitist and exclusive. It was very like, who you know? Whereas comedians, like, eh, you yeah. can blatantly see if someone's funny. You know? yeah. yeah, that's way easier to tell. I go to art museums kind of regularly, and I'm like, I don't go to galleries as much as I should, but I'm always like, this. they're telling me this is good, and I believe them, but I have no real comparison to understand why this is good versus something else that looks similar to me is not good. Yeah, exactly. I could never describe it. And that's half of what the art world is. It's like, just like, being like, I can defend why this is fantastic. And then you're just like, oh, my God, it's so pretentious. Some of the times I like, watch these documentaries, and I'm like, are you really, you're really happy with yourself, aren't you? You're really proud of that, which is fine. Be proud of yourself. But like, you're really impressed with yourself. That's a bit much. That massive eye roll after massive eye yeah. roll. Like, what are you even saying? Yeah. What are you, what are you, the exclusivity of the social <laughs> and oh, All right. We're all, we're all tired. Yeah. All right. Give me, I need a thesaurus just to be like, hey, there is a dot in the middle of this screen. Great. Proud of you. Yeah. Happy for you. So wait, what made you interested in getting into art in the first place? When I was in college, I took a photography class. Yes. And I loved that. Yeah. And uh, then I just kept going and um, I was like oh you can do anything you want and that was interesting to me the thought that you can do anything you want yeah pretty much and then defend it and then there got came to a point where I was like after art school where I was like oh I hate this really (laughs) what what did you start to hate about just the clicky nature of it and then also the conversations and you know it was just like all the critiques they would call them that was air quotes (laughs) critiques and it was just like massaging someone's back or not or and it was all just like based on from what I saw how much someone is liked that's rough yeah that's so subjective and changing and 
it seems like a very expensive world to be based on that. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, there's not a lot of, like, I have over 150 grand in student loans. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And they really gave us no skills to make that money back. Jesus. So it's like, yeah, just be an artist. Create. Just create. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, how do I sell it? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. It's not great. So pretty much everybody that I know is either not paying back their student loans at all because they don't make enough money or are in forbearance. What is forbearance? Uh, Where you're just not paying it back because of financial hardship and they're not making art anymore. Fuck. It's very depressing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. That's true. That just seems really rough. And I'm sorry, even the people that you know uh, that have to deal with it, that they have to deal with yeah, and I mean, I just, like, I've reconciled that I'll probably never pay it back unless I make it big. Yeah. Which, uh, just saying. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, whatever. Please. You're very funny. You're very funny. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but I think I think your, your chances of, oh, no, it's raining on me. Do you still take pictures? Uh, no, but I want to get back into it. Nice. Mostly because I take film. I do film. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. yeah you got to find a developer, a person to develop your film. Yeah. And I like to go into the dark room, which is really expensive. It's a dying art form and unrealistic and stupid. But but you like it. I don't think it's stupid. It's also, what am I... Enjoying yourself? Well, enjoying myself, but also (laughs) I can take the same quality picture now with digital. So why would I... That's true. Extra money. Because back when I was in grad school, digital wasn't as good. Right. Which it wasn't that long ago. Digital yeah. has only come along in the past five years, right. six years. And before that, you could still say scanning in a negative was better quality than digital. Now you can't say that. Yeah, that's rough. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I don't take pictures anymore, so it doesn't yeah. affect my my money. Day, yeah. I mean, it would be nice to be able to do this thing that you like to do with a little bit more ease than you have to do it now. That's true. But that's why there's skee-ball. Yeah. This is another thing you can do that you want to do. Yeah. yeah. I think I am going to join the league again. Well, just yeah. take a night for me, you know? Yeah. So it'd be the same night every week? Every week, yeah. Like Over, I think it's eight weeks. Oh, yeah, that's more manageable. I thought it was like forever or like a season or something. Yeah, it's over eight weeks. Yeah, it's really fun. Okay. You can be like a person who shoots straight or a person who shoots hundos. And yeah. I, I would like to enter as a hundo shooter. Oh. I know. I miss it. I miss it every gosh darn day. Oh, that's so nice to have a yeah. thing, like a communal thing that you miss. Yeah, I miss yeah. it. I used to do it with my ex-boyfriend. Ooh. And what really fell it, made it fall apart was that we were on a team with another married couple, and they broke up. Oh. So then that got real messy. Yeah. And then... My, Who's still on your team? Well, we don't have it anymore. It's yeah. disbanded completely. Yeah. She moved away. He's somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Max and I are no longer together. So I would just join it by myself. Yeah. I'll just be like, hey, I'll tack on to someone else if you need an extra person. And you're super likable. I'm very nice. I'm very nice. Very fun. Everyone says that. (laughs) They sure do. They do. (laughs) No, they don't. I said I was recording with you, and they're like, oh, she's great. (laughs) Oh, my God. Remind me to pay them. (laughs) Give them hugs. Pay them in hugs. Pay them in hugs. Is this okay, or do you want to move under the awning? Is your foot getting too wet? Your leg, okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you for sacrificing the innards of your jacket temporarily. Hey, no problem. Yeah. Oh, it's really starting to come down. All right, so we are in the rain. We are in front of a ski ball location. Okay, so you started comedy in New York. Yeah, yeah. 
And what prompted that decision? <laughs> Rogue brain. <laughs> well, it was bouncing off those people's umbrella, and then it got directly into my <laughs> eye. And that is why I made the ridiculous face that I just did. It was a good face. You guys couldn't see it, but it was it, it was, was ridiculous. Face. I liked it. It was Aww. very squinty and fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm happy that you're alright. Soundtrack. It was wow. It definitely looked like something much worse was happening to me than me getting slightly wet. Yes, I see that. I started doing comedy about four years ago, a little over four years ago, almost five. I don't know. No, four and a half. Nice. I started on my birthday. Wow. Yeah. Aww. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. I always wanted to try it, but I didn't have the guts. Yes. You know? So it, like, for like two years. You thought about it? Thought about it, wrote stuff down, but never did it. Oh, oh no. Birds. birds. <laughs> I hate birds so much. <laughs> I've had several conversations about this in the last 24 hours. Somebody brought a bird into a bar, and I was like, we have to leave this bar. I can't. This is, there are birds here now? Get out. Yeah. It was bad. Oh, well, the rain's letting up, so that's good. You know what? That means the birds are coming. Ah! Ah! I just know that they're going to poop on me one of these days. Like, I've been pooped on before by a bird, not just, like, in life or something, but, like, I know it's going to continue to happen for the rest of my life, and I'm just so against it. Okay. Well, the Italians think it's a sign of good luck. I'm so fucking lucky, then. (laughs) Yeah? Three times I've been shat on by a bird. My sister gets shit on all the time. My older sister. Why why do you think that is? She's taller than us, so I feel like it just (laughs) hits her first. (laughs) Well, good. That's one use for tall people, to block all or some of the birds. Yeah, but she also... uh, has a, a ton of money and oh. two beautiful kids and oh. a beautiful house and a pool and a tennis court. Like, get it, Sarah. <laughs> it sounded like the, oh, what is it? Is it the talking hands? And a beautiful house and a beautiful wife. This is not, okay, it's a song. I forget. <laughs> it's, dun, 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 days go by and, and the water shall fade and the days go by. That's fun to know. I love that group. I, lo- I say that, but I like like four songs by them. And, okay. um, I'm committed to those four songs. So you started on your birthday after two years of writing and not doing it. What was the thing that made you say, I'm no longer afraid to do this, and I am going to get up and tell jokes? Uh, breakup. Oh, shit. Yeah. We went through, uh, I was with a guy for like three years. We broke up. Ugh. I say this all the time, but it, it's still like, it rings in my head. I told my ex-boyfriend, I was like, I want to try comedy. Yeah. And he was like, I asked him if I made the mistake of asking him if I thought he thought I was funny. Mm. And he said, I think you're entertaining, not necessarily funny. And that made me very sad. Yeah. <laughs> and then we broke up and I was like, I'm going to try it. Yes, you should. And so I went to like, you know, Laughing Buddha. Yes. They, uh, I saw online that they were doing this uh, free workshop. Mm-hmm. Like, you just go and you learn about the classes that they have or whatever. And yeah. so I was like, I'm going to go. And I, That sounds like a free timeshare exactly. presentation. Yes. That's exactly what it turned okay. out to be. It's like, oh, we're going to sell you on our cult. Right, <laughs> and it's like, okay, okay, well, all right. Cool. But it got me in the door. Yeah. And Whatever gets you there. Yeah, whatever gets you there. And it was actually really fun. And at the end of the day, or at the end of the thingy, they pulled out a name out of a hat for the people who signed up to win a free class. And I won a free class. They pulled, oh, hell yeah. They pulled my name out of the hat. That's great. So I was like, now I got to try it. That's true. And so I ended up taking the class. 
And then that's how I started doing it. And then I was hooked. Yeah. It took like two months, and I was like, well, this is what I'm going to do forever. Uh, yeah, similarly. Yeah, yeah, it was super fun. Yeah. Is that the same with you? Uh, yeah, I was listening to a lot of stand-up. I started writing it. Uh, I went to an open mic, and I was like, I did all right, but I was like, yep, I want this feeling forever. Okay, yep, this is, this is just what I'm going to do now. Yeah, it's so funny when you get your first genuine laugh. Yeah. Like the fir- I, my, I remember my first open mic was a nightmare. It was, mm-hmm. it was a lot of crickets. It was really great. <laughs> and uh, the second one I went to, a guy, it was his first time ever trying it, and he brought 30 of his friends. Yes. And I had to go on right before him. Uh. And so I um, went up and I, like, riffed a little. Yeah. And I got, like, the biggest laugh I don't think I've ever gotten one bigger. Really? <laughs> really? It felt so big. I've seen you fucking murder. So. It felt 40 times bigger than me. You know, it was just like, it was, and I was just like, ah! <laughs> what do I do? You do this all the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I proceeded to bomb for the rest of the set, but I was still like, I gotta get that every day. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, and then it was, from that on, it was done. Damn. I wonder, this is probably insensitive. I wonder if people feel that way about, like, heroin and cocaine and stuff, where, like, the same way I was like, oh, well, I got to do this. I got to do this all the time. Like, I'm sure they do, but I wonder if anybody ever feels that about accounting. <laughs> I don't think they do. No, I can't imagine that, like, they crunch those numbers once and they're like, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, I got these account. Oh, I this tax thing. Actually, I bet some people who are, like, very neurotic and like things in a certain way, mm-hmm. in a certain order, are probably like, oh, these numbers. Yeah. Uh, I imagine that, the, like, like, the relief of, like, straightening up a painting, though. Like, yeah. do you know, like, when you see things and one thing's askew and then you, like, make it unaskew, you straighten it that's the word yeah now and then the art handler hell yeah <laughs> hey it's been forever i was wondering a little while back what happened to you yeah what this happened? is Kenny. hi nice to meet you mike nice to meet you wait he's one of the best ski ballers. is your is there a poster of your face in the bathroom that sounds like the kind of place they put my face in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I see because I was like, I think, yeah, this guy's face is in the bathroom. Where you been? I've been around. I'm actually talking to Keith sh- about. No, and no, no, it's fine. No, it's, it's part of it. It's part of it. Um, we're doing a podcast, and she's asked me to pick my favorite place that I love to go oh. to. Yeah, I can't beat this place. Can't beat it. Yeah. But he's one of. She was asking me how I learned about ski ball, and yeah. Mike was one of the guys who would come every Sunday and help and teach me. Yeah. Oh yeah. So he's very good. Damn. Very good. He he's been to nationals. Oh. I have been to nationals. Mm-hmm. Where are nationals held? Where are nationals? Uh, they're gonna be in Austin again. Three to the last four years, it's been in Austin, and the other year it was in Wilmington on top of a battleship. I think it's the. Uh, don't quote me, but I think it's the USS North Carolina. I think oh. it was on. That sounds right. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Wilmington's in North Carolina. Yeah. That's awesome. So you're, what, what's the name of your skee-ball team right now? We brought it back after three years. Jesus Christ. Yes. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ Apostles. Yeah. With the resurrection, on the third year we rose again. There you go. <laughs> nice. Do you all wear the t-shirts? We all wear the t-shirts. And this was my original team starting six years ago. Damn. We ran for about three years. We started as little rookies, and finally we got to our our, our, our goal. We won a, a mug, we won a championship, and then we retired. So uh, we had to bring it back. So we're, we're back for one more try. That's one more great. Try. Yeah. Good luck. What's Thank your ski ball name? Remind Attila me. the Hundo. Attila the Hundo. He shoots for Hundo. I only go oh. Hundos. I'm learning the lingo. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank you so much for letting me do a little bit of your I podcast. I love you. I miss oh, you. Oh, you too. We got to talk when yes. you're off the air. Yes, okay. I'll come give you a hug when I say goodbye. Okay. Right. That's but, awesome. Yeah, he's yeah. the nicest in the whole wide world. He's really? a sweet, sweet man. 
but yes, he, him and a bunch of others would be hanging out and they would show me how to do it, what I need to do, try this, use your follow through, blah, 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 blah. And you, we would just roll, I think, like eight games of... Oh, damn. So that's like 80, 80 balls. 80 balls, yeah. Do you call each roll a ball? A frame. A frame, a frame. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 80 frames. I'm running it. I'm running that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean I'm, I'm so out of practice, I might be getting some of it wrong. So, you had the good feeling from comedy. You knew you were going to do it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some ways that your feelings about comedy have changed since you started to now? Well, the parallels between the art world and the comedy world are very linear. Mm. <laughs> oh, look at that lingo. I'm just so sorry. <laughs> um, but they're very similar. Like, they're very similar worlds and how to navigate them. And mm. once I started, a big game changer for me was once I started doing festivals. Yeah. Because it was a clear-cut way to see your improvement. Right. So that helped me a lot, either getting into a festival, not getting into one. Then you have to tape yourself in order. And then it's a really good way to like just like gauge your success, not success, but like I think success. Is that but like a good way to gauge if you're working hard enough or enough, you know, like your progress and stuff. Progress. That's the fucking word I was. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I even already said it. I might have already said progress. And I was just like, what is that word? (laughs) The word where you're moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, so that the festivals, once I found that, it was kind of like similar to the art world in applying for residencies. Oh, okay. And so it's the sem- same scape, you right, know, the right. same thing. You apply, you send your work, you write about it, yeah. and it's the same situation. So I was like, oh, I know this. Yeah. I can do this and know what I'm doing. Because right. I, I feel like in the first two years of comedy, you're just like drowning. Uh, you're yeah. like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, where am I going? How do I get into a club? And yeah. no one has any idea. Yeah, Nobody. They'll tell you things and you're like, I don't know if that's yeah. how that happened. Wait, how often are you performing at this club? And then you're like, they're like, oh, once every three months. And you're like, okay, so, uh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so that's the way that I was able to. And then last year I did like, I think, 15 festivals. Holy shit. And then the year before that I did like six or seven. Yeah, look at so you. So just like kind of, it was, and then that I found a... Uh, 15 was too many. That's too right. many festivals. Yeah. So dialed it back a little bit, and I don't want to do any more. <laughs> right. a- any more? Or not, not any 15? Ever, but not 15. There, it's expensive. Because, yeah. like, a lot of these things, you're spending money. Right. You're not making any money. But you're getting exposure, and you're meeting other people, which is great. Yeah. But you're just, it's a lot. Yeah, that's more than once a month. Yeah. Usually on a weekend, have your whole weekend gone, mm-hmm. and then, like, flights and hotels yep. and food yep. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's exactly. rough. Exactly. But it also just helped me get better. Because yeah. even in performing in different parts of the country, that's crazy. Yeah. Your act can go to not Brooklyn places. And yeah. some people, I feel like, here, their act does very well here, but it can't go on the road. Anyway. Yeah, and I actually found that out. Like that I had to change some of my, not really change mm-hmm. my material. Well, yeah, in ways like the cursing and the way I say things and yeah. depending on different, you just learn a lot. Right. Different audiences. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, and then that in two makes you better. Yeah. But what do I know, you know? You seem to know a lot. Not, <laughs> well, about festivals, <laughs> maybe, but that's it. Like so, just drowning. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, that is how I feel where it's right? like I'm just like constantly paddling to keep uh, my head at water level, but I never feel like I'm like getting closer to. In this, for some reason, we're in a pool. I never feel like I'm getting close to the edge of the pool, and then I, I certainly don't feel like I've climbed out of the pool yet. Yeah, 
Oh yeah, I feel like I'm just like, whoa, yeah, where's the edge? Should I go this way or yeah. should I go this way? Or maybe, oh, it's getting deeper. Oh, you know? <laughs> but also good, I don't know, it's yeah. weird. It's like, I'm having so much fun. <laughs> but, but man, am I choking on chlorine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, What's the worst piece of comedy advice you've ever gotten? I've ever gotten? Um, Mine was don't talk about being a woman and don't talk about being black. Oh, really? Yeah, someone was like, nobody wants to hear that. It'll, all, all that stuff's hacked, so just, like, don't talk about those things because people can't relate to those. Can't relate to... And I was like, you mean half of the audience that is also women? Yeah. I've gotten don't talk about being a woman. Like, don't talk about your body. Yeah. I've gotten that a lot, but I was like, I'm going to talk about my body. Yeah. I'm, if anyone's allowed to, I am allowed yeah. to talk about I'm going to do... You're going to talk about my body anyway, yeah. so I'm going to talk about it first. Right. When I get the bad advice, I kind of, I'm very good at tuning it out. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I don't agree with that. And then I forget about it right. entirely. That's cool. Um, I get, like, bad advice. Not really bad advice, but I get, like, bad compliments. <laughs> okay, explain. You know, like, uh, like you, they were looking for women, so that's why you got this. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just shitty a lot. To say. But they're like, oh, congratulations on the thing. Yeah, I heard they were looking for women. Wow, yeah, <laughs> instead of, uh, oh, you know, you should, yeah, like, yeah, oh, they also were looking for someone funnier than you. So it was yeah. like... I mean, I happen to have both. It's crazy. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Asshole. Oh, I, I also heard never trust anybody. <laughs> just in the whole world? Well, like, it's comedians. Never trust anyone in this business. They're all just out for money and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I got that before. If we were all out for money, we'd be bankers. Yeah, exactly. We would not be doing this. No, we would not. <laughs> all right, let's sneak into this place. Okay, okay. one, two, three. So we're inside, as evidenced by the volume. You can hear it. Hi. Yes, we're inside. So this, this is Full Circle Bar. These are the sounds of the bar. Oh, yeah, we got to get a roll, the sound of a roll. That is what skee-ball sounds like. But, yeah, I'll show you the whole operation. Right, yeah. Come over here. So they got an awesome bar with cheap beer. Great happy hour, which is, this is their walk-in upstairs. Very smart. Don't have to go downstairs. That's what it's called. A cherry is when you get 40s and 50s. Ah. A chip is when you get all 50s. And I don't know what this fish uh, is. Is a fish is 100? I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't. But yeah. So see her stance? She's very good. Her knee is resting on the thing so it doesn't move. It's resting on the edge of the... But she's going down the middle. Let's see how she does. So yeah, describe to the great. listeners what you're seeing right now. Um, she has a consistent roll down the middle, very t- well paced, and she just got 340, which is a great score. Damn. Yeah, it's a great so, score. Uh, describe the interior of the bar, too. Oh, uh, it's red. <laughs> There's three skee-ball lanes all back to back to back. There's a bathroom over there. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's also a TV. The beer of this place is the Genesee Cream Ale, which is always nice. Okay. Why not, right? Yeah. And then they have like stadium seating back here so everybody can watch. Yeah, it's very fun. Uh, and then there's a, it's Brewski Ball, uh-huh. which is what the league is named. So it's all puns. Everything is puns. And puns are great. Who doesn't love a good pun? I'm a, I'm a pun hater. I'll acknowledge that. Uh, I'm a hater for so many things. It's okay. just part of my persona. Well, that's fair. But I love puns. Puns are great. I wonder if we can find a list of uh, 
of the team names. He said it was posted somewhere. I think they're over there. Over there? Let's try to get over there, and I'll have you read them off. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, ski My Neighbor. Ooh. Neighbor Toe Toe Roll. I don't know what that is. Ski More Butts. That's fun. Nice. New Team Who Dis. Threat Level Ski Night. Okay. Ooh, Ski Six Mafia was kicked out, or they didn't advance. But then we got Skeetle Juice. The Geneva Convention. Well, that isn't funny at all. <laughs> Skeevy Nicks. Okay. Oh, that's fun. Won't you ski my neighbor? Ski trial. I don't even know what yeah. that says. Oh, Skerial Trillers. <laughs> Goats. Right. Hollowed. Ski thy name. A pre-ski. Skeezus Christ. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocking in the ski world. These people love the puns. They love the puns. All right. My ex-boyfriend's name was um, uh, Alicia Skis. Nice. Very fun. Very fun. Mine was Palufinator. Nothing to do with, but it was just a good nickname. Was that you played sports in school, right? Is that was that your name then? Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah. So you've maintained Palufinator status this whole time. Oh yeah. And sometimes in college, uh, when I was having sex, there would be Palufination in progress. It's very fun. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caitlin was a good time. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so supportive. I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. Well, you already told her, hey, mom, I know. I've made it. I've made it. What do you want from me? <laughs> I'm going to talk about my pollufinations. Yeah. My pollufa conquests? Why not? Nah, nah, well, all right. It's not your best joke. What is it? It's okay. It's medium. It's medium. Yeah. Medium. All right, so one thing I ask everybody on here okay. uh, is either a dark secret that you've never told anybody, like a scoop for the podcast, so something maybe that's in the works that you're working on that you'd like to drop here first, or just a fact that, you know, think people should know. Oh, man. Um, okay, so I played college soccer, right? I was a red shirt for a year, and then I tried out again the next year, and I got cut. Because I had drank too much the previous year. I discovered alcohol. I got drank too much, got out of shape, got really bad at sports, and then got cut. And then I was so happy. Really? <laughs> I was so relieved when I got cut. It was like the happiest day of my life. And I, th I told everybody, oh, I'm devastated. Oh, but I was like, yes, no more soccer. That's great. If you had, say you uh, hadn't gotten out of shape, would there have been pressure for you to, like, continue on down a path? Oh, yeah, for sure. That, I, my whole life would be different. Holy cow. Yeah, because then I started, I took a photography class, and then that's how I started getting into photography, and then I did art school. But my, my family's still very sad that I got cut, but I was so happy. I'm so happy you discovered alcohol. Oh, my God, yeah. I didn't have a drink of alcohol until I was 18, and then I, uh, until I moved to college. And then I really made up for lost time. Nice. I did great. Yeah. And then also another scoop. I just started therapy. That's another scoop. Oh, that's fun. But that's a fun scoop. That's a fun scoop. That's a positive scoop. Yeah. But it's like to deal with the fact that I drink too much. So there. Yeah. It's all it's all a scoop in a way. But um, mostly I'm fine. Good. Good, good, good. <laughs> mostly I'm not as broken as I thought I was. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry that you thought you were broken to begin with. But I'm happy that you no longer feel that. Well, yeah. When you're... Hung over all the time, you're like, man, am I sad? And then you <laughs> stop drinking so much, and you're like, oh, I'm okay. I'm I'm actually a generally happy person. It's amazing. Look at you. Yeah, my therapist's name is the same as my name. Oh yeah. K 
Caitlin? I respect Caitlin's. I think it's a good therapist name. Yeah? I don't know. I think it's weird. I don't call her Caitlin. What do you call it? I just pretend like I forgot her name. <laughs> Every time? Every time. What's your name again? No, I don't. I just go, hey, you! Yeah. You know? Like that. Rah, 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 rah. It's very strange. She was uh, punching me in the arm in a, a joking way, so she punches her therapist in the arm. It's great. It's great. Yeah. She's, um, but yeah, she's also a brunette. I think we're the same age, but she has her shit together. You, you act like you have your shit together less than you do. Well, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> to be determined. I suppose. Uh, so uh, we're wrapping up. Where can the listeners find you on the internet? Uh, they can find me at, at Caitlin Palufo, C-A-I-T-L-I-N-P-E-L-U-F-F-O, on Twitter, Instagram, um, and Facebook, and then CaitlinPalufo.com. That's how you find me. And come August 7th to Caroline's. I'm headlining Caroline's. Yeah. Guys, she's very funny. You should definitely come to this. I hope this is out before then. It will be. I'll make okay. sure it is. Okay. Okay. What else did I want to say? Dude, use promo code Caitlin for $10 tickets. Hell yeah. I'm trying so hard to get people to come out because I got to pay rent. No, I, yes, I hope that that happens. Um, oh, in addition to that, plugs, you gave a plug. What's a, a final thought you'd like to leave listeners with? Skee-ball's great. Skee-ball makes me very happy. And I think you got to do things once a week that make you happy that aren't comedy. I agree with that 100%. Guys, this has been Person About Town, now sponsored by the Women in Comedy Festival Podcast Network. Please, if you like us, rate, subscribe, or don't. It's your right. But if you do, five stars only. Okay, this has been Person About Town. Okay, bye. Bye.